Okay, Ren. So Okay, Billy. Uh I have brought you here um against my will. Against your will under the falsest of pretenses. Uh my hands are still bound. So he didn't even buy me dinner. Did not actually. Uh you'll you're gonna be getting a bill. <laughs> uh, For what? The rope? <laughs> And assorted miscellany. <laughs> oh, do <you> tell. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you know, uh, bought these shoes. Oh, okay. Pretty fly, yeah. I, I, do people still say fly? I don't Did people I, ever say fly? <laughs> or was that, know, was that invented for the movies? You know, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, me neither. Uh, I have only ever said fly, uh, uh, ironically. So, I, I, I have no idea. Same. But no, I brought you here to force you to make a decision. Okay. Yep. Uh, actually, that's a lie. I, I, <laughs> I, I already, I, there, there, there's already, there's already a topic chosen. Uh, and I was going, I was actually going to text you earlier today and tell you, and then I forgot. So that was my bad. <laughs> if you're going to jerk my chain, at least have an actual chain. <laughs> you're going to be getting a bill later. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. In all seriousness, what? <laughs> In all seriousness, what the fuck? <laughs> no, nah, we 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 gonna be talking about our favorite party games of all time. Party games. Party games, yeah. Mm. So, uh, if uh, if you've ever you know had had <coughs> friends uh, get together and. Uh, Needed needed a, a great way to stay entertained and also kill time. You've either A, gotten drunk, or B, pay, played party games. Or C, maybe both. <laughs> Always a fan favorite. Right? So, uh, you know, you got your classics, like Monopoly pops to mind. Uh, and that's, there's a lot of overlap there with, like, Family Game Night, but, like, you know, people still get together and play Monopoly. Uh, Assorted playing card games. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've got uh, poker and so on and so forth. Rummy's always been pretty common in my family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was our go-to growing up was Rummy. Uh, and then... Uh, you know, we when we we did Monopoly uh, as well, but like, uh, uh, more so, more so, Rummy. Uh, now, if you're if you're really industrious and don't mind losing a few friends, <laughs> there's always risk. <laughs> you know. I watched Risk be played once for about 15 minutes. So the setup. So <laughs> so the first half of the setup, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Risk is not for the faint of heart. Um, and so, full disclosure. In the More the short of patience. Yeah. And, and that was definitely me in college. In the grand scheme of things, I've probably played less than 20 games of Risk in, in my life, uh, but uh, I've not lost a single one. <laughs> nice! <laughs> uh, so, uh, I'm sure I'll lose the very next game of Risk that I ever played now that I've said that, but... <laughs> it honestly does make me want to learn the rules and challenge you. <laughs> I knew it! I have created my own nemesis. Curses. <laughs> uh... Let's see, uh, so, but of course this is, uh, Geetrasil, so, uh, we what? can't, yeah, we can't have just, we can't have, like, you know, the vanilla shit here. 
When were you going to tell me? So about that bill. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There's going to be some business cards. (laughs) Some business cards. Okay. You need me to... uh... What I'm, what I'm hearing is you need me to be your financier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, would that I had the money to be your financier. Indeed. So, uh, there is, of course, uh, many flavors of Monopoly. And if I, uh, uh, if I had to take a, uh, if I had to say, like, my what like I don't know if I was listing my top games for like for variations on a classic, uh, Monopoly's pretty far up there because there's there's some really cool like special edition Monopolies out there. There's some really neat special edition Monopolies, and there's some really neat house rules that really that really fuck with the base game. Yeah, in the good kind of fuck with. <laughs> yeah, right. The uh, excuse me. You know, there's, uh, and there, and, and some editions do have, like you said, like those, those custom rules. And then there's, you know, some custom like house rules floating around, uh, online. Uh, you know, your mileage will vary, um, but, uh, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of good variations out there. Um, the, uh, uh, Mario, uh, Mario one pops to mind. There's um I've seen I believe an LOTR uh version. Uh actually own a Legend of Zelda version. Yep. Uh <coughs> and a lot of them come with like cool special fig like minifigs, you know. So uh you know, it's just like there's that little bit of co- you know, collecting thrown in there. Um Clue's another one that pops to mind, um, which even though, like, so I never played, I don't know if, I don't know if this was just me, I, I, I never played Clue growing up. Uh, Clue was just not something that we, we had. Uh, Same. Just didn't cross paths <clears throat> with it. Uh, so, and I didn't, uh, now, the Clue movie, on the other hand, I was well versed in the Clue movie. <laughs> Excellent. And the Clue movie made me want to play Clue. Uh, but it wasn't until, like, I, like, scored, like, college-age nerd friends that, uh, that I played Clue for the first time. And so, for me, that's kind of, like, on the nerd culture end of game night. Uh, but it's got... It's got some wonderful variations. There's, you know, uh, Scooby-Doo, there's, um, have I seen a... Uh, no. Uh, no. Okay, so... In, in my mind, there's a Firefly clue. Okay. But I don't think it exists. I do think there is a box art. There is there's a box art for a version of Clue, I believe, that features either the actress that played Inara or somebody who could fucking pass as oh, Inara. Wow. And and so that, in my mind, there is a Firefly clue, but I don't think it act- that there is actually. Uh... Uh, anyway, there's, uh, Harry Potter clue, there's, uh, just kind of looking over here at my game shelf. (laughs) (laughs) There's... Let's just list off the games you have, and then that will be today's show. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no. That's super legit. (laughs) But, um, the, uh, what about you? What's, uh, what's some of your, uh... You have you have a, a classic that has fun variations that 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 you really enjoy playing. Honestly, not really. Okay. When it comes to like board games, historically for me, Monopoly has pretty well reigned supreme. Um, and again, card games, rummy. Well, unless you start getting into trading card games. I mean. I mean, trading card games, like, with the right group of friends is a good game night activity. Yeah. Uh, with the right group of friends. With the right group of friends. 
um, so kind of bridging off of, of trading card games, if, uh, if you're into, uh... Billy doesn't want to play Magic the Gathering with me. That is a falsehood. I will definitely play Magic the Gathering with you. I just won't enjoy it. That's, that's <laughs> kind of what I mean. Like, I know you would play with me, but you're not gonna want to. <laughs> no, it'll be great. It's because I play blue. I tap two and discard my morals. <laughs> I don't see the problem with that. <clears throat> so anyway. You know, the version... I only have the version of Jace from like 2013 that... Um, that you can add one... Or are they loyalty counters? Yes. Uh, it has been a hot minute. Uh, a counter is a counter is a counter. It has been since about 2013 since I last played regularly. Um, but where you add one and you just draw a card and your opponent mills one. Ah, uh, yes. Mm -hmm. And you have a zero ability that's like target player mills ten. <laughs> yep. Yep. To be fair, that's five mana cost for that Jace, not two. But still. Yeah, that's still pretty good. It's not terrible. Tap five, you discard your entire library. <laughs> <sighs> but no, uh... If it makes you feel any better, a friend of mine from college had a Pyromancer's Ascension deck. Pyromancer's Ascension was from Zendikar. I think it was the first Zendikar. And um, it was a two-cost enchantment. And when you played a an instant of sorcery that you already had a copy of it in your graveyard, put a counter on it. And if it's got two counters or more, every time you play an instant or sorcery, copy it. Mm-hmm. So he got three of his four uh, Pyromancer's Ascensions out and was like... Like, it's, at that point, it doesn't matter if you're playing counter. No. You... He plays one Lightning Bolt. That costs one red. And so if I want to counter that, I've got to throw out four counters. One for the original and one for each of the three copies. Yeah, at that point you're you're looking for either a board wipe or uh like I need a win con right now. Well, I mean you Because you, well, if I don't, he's gonna throw out one lightning bolt and I'm going to die. Yeah. I mean even I was gonna say I was gonna say if you had a splash of white, you could do, you know, safe passage. But really, you're needing a board wipe of some kind. Either destruction or bounce or something. Um, but, uh... But anyway. Yeah. Not to go off on a tangent. <laughs> Bitch, this is Geekrasil. That's all we do. <laughs> <laughs> we should just change the podcast name to Tangent. Well, then I'm in the right place, because I am the tangent bitch. Uh, but anyway, so, um, if, uh, in, in the realm of card games, if you, if you have any, you know, if you have game nights with any frequency at all, and enjoy card games, chances are you've probably thrown around Cards Against Humanity, or one of the, uh, dollar store versions. Crab suggests humidity. Crab suggests humidity. Uh, and I say dollar store versions as if, uh, the, uh, all, you know, all the alternative versions aren't as good, but a lot of them actually are. Like, Crabs Adjust Humidity is honestly quite, uh, good in comparison to, uh, um, Cards Against Humanity with the exception of the fact that there's more poop jokes than what I think there should be. Yeah, that's fair. Like, like it's hard to find. It's hard to find a um, one of those sorts of games where you're where there's not at least one or two cards. You're just like, why the hell is this in here? 
but Crabs Adjust Humidity has like a disproportionate amount of poop jokes. Uh, beyond Enough that, that every <clears throat> once in a while, like I, I am a big fan of if you draw a card in one of those games that you just, that it just makes you, yeah, go ahead and burn it and draw another one. I'm a big fan of that. I don't do it a lot myself, except with crabs adjust humidity. <laughs> yeah. If I will usually burn a couple of cards during the game. Yeah, I mean, fair because I mean. Like I won't, I won't burn cards that just kind of suck. Yeah. Like, and that's another thing. All those sorts of games have cards that are just like if it was a TCG, I would, I would say this is highly situational. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like in that one situation, it's solid gold. But outside of that, <laughs> ooh, this card is useless. Except, I think I'll hang on to it for a little bit longer. Yeah, like the only the only time this is useful is if specifically Bob like has this specific prompt card. Yes. <laughs> That's the only reason this card's here. <laughs> um uh but um there is a a Deadpool variation um that is uh another one of my favorites. Uh and the, is it the one where you draw? Yeah. So okay. Yeah, I've the, played that with you. Yeah. So in the in place of text prompt cards, there is a a picture card um, that features Deadpool in a rather un, in various rather unfortunate situations, and uh, then you have uh, these uh, dry erase cards, um, and like it'll give you a part, like it'll give you a bit of text. And then you write in your own um, completion of the sentence or sentences. It's fun. It is fun. It takes, like, if you're tired, maybe don't play it because it takes, you know, brain power to be creative uh, it, for, for some of those cards. Uh, but it is delightful. Uh, what do you meme um, is uh, if... Perhaps a touch more family friendly than is um, uh, Cards Against Humanity and Crabs and Crabs Adjust Humidity and so on. Uh, but uh, for the record, Apples to Apples is ah, the yes. family friendly. That is version. the family friendly version, and it is fun. And and unlike what do you mean? It doesn't require that the people you're playing with have like. A relatively good, relatively good grasp on meme culture. Like most of the pictures, kind of speak for themselves, but there's there's a few of them that like a little bit gets lost in con without context. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, there is <coughs> there's 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 quite a few um, the. Uh, um, and I can't remember the publisher name, um, but um, they they made uh, Happy Little Unicorns, um, or something to that effect. No, not Happy Little Unicorns. Um, I was looking at Happy Little Dinosaurs on the shelf and uh, spliced them together. Unstable Unicorns. That's very different. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is decidedly not the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Unstable Unicorns is glorious, um, uh, as is Here to Slay. Um, both are positively fantastic. Um, um, there's also Munchkin, if you don't value your friendships. <laughs> uh, Munchkin is... 100% something that started out in kind of the nerd realm um, and was like the first first few, I think, editions uh, or expansions or whatever uh, drew very heavily on D&D &D culture. But since then, there have become... It's, it's gotten the special edition treatment featuring um, uh, Rick and Morty, uh, Call of Cthulhu, uh, Batman, Scooby-Doo... Uh, if you can, you know, there's so many, um, and it's it's a card based game, and the whole point is screw over your friends, and uh, it's it's a it's usually a fun time. 
It's always a fun time, unless you lose. <laughs> it's like Monopoly, but with D&D and its cards. Yep. So it's completely different from Monopoly. Yep. <laughs> completely different. Uh, in the same vein, there's Red Dragon Inn. Um, now, I have played a decent amount of Red Dragon Inn with y'all, mm-hmm. and I love it. Red Dragon Inn is wonderful. Um, it's it's a simulated drinking game that can be an actual drinking game if you make enough poor decisions. <laughs> it's a simulated drinking game that can become an actual drinking game if you don't value your life. Yeah. Uh, so the basically there. Um, uh, there's characters that you choose. Each character kind of has their has has their own unique deck of cards. Some of them have unique mechanics. It gets a little crazy, uh, <clears throat> but your character has two values. Um, basically, they're out al- their blood alcohol content and their actual life force. <laughs> you have an alcohol level and you have a health level. Your alcohol level starts at zero. Your health starts at twenty. And they use the same, they use the same scale. Yes. <clears throat> so, like, you've got a marker for each one, and if at any point they meet, then your character passes out and you are out of the game. Yep. And if you're wondering how uh, how you lose life <laughs> in a simulated drinking game, let's sometimes you get punched. Or stabbed. Or sometimes you ingest things that are a lot closer to poison than they are alcohol. (laughs) Whoops, you... That wasn't alcohol at all. That was just the inn's dishwater. A literal card is dishwater. Um, There's there's also, I think, like, orc brew or something to that effect... Uh, that is poisonous unless you happen to be um, one or more of the orc characters. I, I think there's more than one at this point. Um, there's at least one orc character, yeah. and if you're not <clears throat> that character or one of those characters, <laughs> not only does it get you drunker, it also reduces your health. Yep. Uh, it's or but maybe it... it only raises your alcohol if you're drunk. Or if you're orcish? Yeah, if you're orcish, it only raises your alcohol. If it if you're not, then you, you're taking HP damage. And I think also getting drunker. Okay. Is it both if you're not orcish? Is where <sighs> I was... To like, I honest, said that funny? Yeah. But that's what I... To be honest, I don't... I don't... I actually recall. So... <clears throat> play Red Dragon in. <laughs> there, uh... There's, like... At least eight expansions now, and each each expansion comes with its own full deck of drink cards, uh, and we have the majority of the expansions. Uh, so, and that particular card was in the original uh, box set. So, I <laughs> we don't always see it <laughs> when we play for sure, uh, but but it's in there. Um, My favorite character to play in that is this Drunken Fist monk. Ah, yes. He... So he has an alcohol... He has his alcohol counter. He has his health counter. And he also has a Drunken Chi counter. Mm -hmm. The benefit to this is, like, you can... Every time you raise your alcohol level, you can also raise your Drunk Chi level. And that makes a lot of his, um, a lot of his custom cards more powerful. It impacts other players more. The downside is that, (coughs) excuse me, the downside is that he doesn't lose when his health meets his alcohol counter. He loses when he, when it meets his alcohol chi counter. (laughs) Yeah. Which is only ever going to be greater than or equal to. The uh, alcohol counter. Yep. So they will meet sooner. 
So it's a very delicate balancing act. Very glass cannon. And I love it. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of resource management. Then there's an illusionist and that's I am Amy's go to. About resource management. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a an illusionist that is Amy's go to. Um and she's a lot like playing blue. Uh, the, yeah, she is, and uh, she is deceptive. She, she's not deceptive. She is deceptively. What is the word I need? Innocent. Yes. Amy doesn't look like a threat until you're dead. Or sound like a threat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which kind? Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say she's also simultaneously not a good liar at all, and a better liar than she gives herself credit for. Yeah, she she just doesn't know how to apply her her deceptive strengths. Yes. <clears throat> uh, so that brings me to another. Uh, uh, fan favorite uh, table to- or you know game night game <laughs> that Amy is ludicrously good at Settlers of Catan. Not the one I thought you were going for. Oh, but also yes. Which one were you thinking of? Well, we'll okay. get to that after <clears throat> after Catan. So Amy is the Grand Sheep Baron, and if uh, if you need. If you don't already know <laughs> what that means, Settlers of Catan is a, a light civilization-building <coughs> game uh, featuring a limited set of resources in the form of lumber, stone, brick, straw, and sheep. And I am terrible at it. <laughs> it is not a resource management game. It is a war game masquerading <laughs> as a resource management game. There's um, a random selection of resources that get generated each turn. Uh, building things require different you know, uh, villages, town, or, or big towns and roads. Uh, all require different kinds of resources. And there's, there's trading and so on and so forth. Uh, resources and Amy thinks the sheep cards are cute and so she has one strategy and that's just to bogard all the sheep <laughs> she who controls the sheep controls the destinies of man save the sheep save the world <laughs> control the sheep control the world yes yes <laughs> What did I say? (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to be getting a bill. (laughs) Is it for all the fucking sheep? Yes. Oh, really? So, uh... If I could afford to keep all those sheep, I wouldn't have given them to Amy. (laughs) Uh, she, she has been known to trade for sheep that she didn't need. Just because, and then suddenly... Just so she can have them. Yep. And you need sheep. To do other things. Mm-hmm. Except you weren't thinking ahead and suddenly there's a sheep drought because the dice hate you. No one has sheep and suddenly she's trading you one sheep for two grain? What? Because she has a monopoly on sheep. Because she has all the sheep. And now... <laughs> Honestly, a better demonstration of late-stage capitalism than fucking Monopoly. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're wondering how, uh, you know, major oil cornered the market, that's how. <laughs> By controlling all the sheep. <laughs> By controlling all the sheep. <clears throat> They're not literal sheep in that sense, but they are in Settlers of Catan. Yeah. Like, it was <coughs> nuts. Uh, is nuts every time. <laughs> Uh, now she doesn't always win, but she is always consistently a contender. I've never, I don't think I, I can't remember a single game where there was no hope for her winning. I have played games where I was so horribly behind, there was no way that I was going to win. Uh, in those situations, you just have to spread a touch of chaos. (laughs) That is the only way that I can play games like that in the first place. 
I am not good at games like Catan. I'm not good at games like Monopoly. I will win them very rarely. It's very... I'm the opposite of Amy. It is very rare that I am even a contender for the throne. I do make an above-average quality queenmaker. Mm. Mm -hmm. I can't win, but I bear strong influence on who's going to. <laughs> What's better than winning? Choosing someone who wronged you early on and making the rest of their game miserable. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you remember when you didn't trade me a brick for a lumber? Well, now. <laughs> well, now that I have all the bricks. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> when you finally convince Amy to trade you one sheep for one brick, and then Ren comes in, hey, I'll give you two bricks for that sheep. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Suddenly. Uh. <clears throat> and then Amy wants three bricks, since I'm offering two. And then I say two sheep for three bricks. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm still going to lose. But at that point, Amy has already won. The game just hasn't caught up yet. Exactly. Um, it's, uh, it's really quite wonderful. Um, and it's just, part of it is just because she's so non-competitive and generally so unassuming. You don't want to attack her, but you know you have to do so early or you're going to die. Yep. It's true. Honestly, playing playing Red Dragon in with with her playing the Illusionist, I have started the game targeting her because I knew, and I still didn't win. She... <laughs> I remember that. I was like, I'm gonna get rid of this bitch, and at the end of all things, <coughs> there was Amy, <laughs> not drunk at all. I remember that, and I was like, you know what? Billy makes a solid point. And then I would hit Amy and she would hit back. She would hit me back just as hard. Mm -hmm. And then like got to a point where somebody else started shit with me. Might have been Kit. Oh, yeah. But, or we've played a few other times. It might have been somebody, one of those games. But, uh, and just distract me. From yep. helping you oust Amy. Yep. It's like, I gotta settle this shit. <laughs> yep. First first rule of war, there can be no squirrel. <laughs> you gotta dial in on that shit. Okay, so it's not... <laughs> if you get a bunch of people together for game night and bust out <laughs> Warhammer, you fucking stop it. But... <laughs> I think I'll just go play my Switch. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll hang out and watch you. Let me give y'all a tip for playing Warhammer. Don't split your shots. You Just because statistically you should be able to split your shots between two targets and, the, and one of them definitely die and the other one be injured, don't do it. Focus that one until it's dead. When it's dead, then you can move on. I've played enough Fire Emblem to know where this is going. <laughs> you, spl you split your shots, it will screw you every time. Every time. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of that. <laughs> Back on track. So, I so think... Sorry, no, go ahead. I think After I have you. worked out in my mind which game you were thinking of. Okay. And it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of secret? The German kind. It's not the German kind. It's the Third Reich kind. You mean... You mean the fascists? The fascists. The liberals. Who can say? <laughs> we are speaking, of course... <coughs> Of Secret Hitler. <laughs> Secret Hitler is 
Also a game that Amy is surprisingly good at. It's dumb. It's also a game that I am only good at because... So, you have two sides. You have the liberals and you have the fascists. And you have roles. And if you're a liberal, you're just a liberal. If you're a fascist, you might be a Nazi. Or you might be actual Hitler. (laughs) (coughs) And the, the goal of... Like, there's turns, there's a president, there's a chancellor, there's rules that I'm not going to get into. But each turn, you have the opportunity to, to pass laws. If you are a... And you're keeping what you are a secret. Right, the liberals don't know who the fascists are. And the, the fascists, go ahead. Oh, go, go, go. I think you're about to say what I was going to say. And the fascists don't want the liberals to know that they're fascist. Oh, that's not what I was going to say. That is true. That's not what I was going to say. Okay. The fascists who aren't Hitler don't know who Hitler is. Correct. So, and that's important because unless you're only playing with two fascists, <clears throat> then it's kind of obvious. Well, yeah, but they're in three fascist games. Two fascists don't know. They only know that they're not Hitler. Only Hitler knows who Hitler yeah. is. Uh, and that's important because one of the win cons involves the fasc- involves successfully getting Hitler elected uh, in, in, under a certain set of circumstances. Uh, so if you... After a certain point in the game, <clears throat> if Hitler becomes chancellor, then the game is over. Yep, and the fascists win. Uh, so the fascists kind of have to work out which one's Hitler so they know who to try to get elected at that point. Uh, And the liberals try to figure it out so they know who to keep from getting elected. Or assassinate, depending on the stage of the game. Because there is a point in the game where whoever is president, at their discretion, I think, I don't think you have to, but you are afforded the ability to just insta-kill one person at the table. Mm-hmm. And if you kill Hitler, he's dead, and the game is over, and the liberals win. Yep. It's a uh, it's a game of misdirection, um, and bullshitting your way uh, to victory. Uh, you also pass laws every <clears throat> turn. You, um, if... The, um, and they're not specific laws, it's just labeled liberal law or fascist law. And, uh, if three liberal laws get passed, the liberals win. If three fascist laws get passed, the fascists win. I think it may be more than three it may on be each more. side. I think it's five. No, you're right, it's five. Um... It's five, my mistake. And like Ren said, these aren't specific laws. Uh, This game's... The the way... Like, the overview of this game sounds very complicated. It's deceptively simple once... Once Once you get into it. It's not as horseshit as it sounds. It's it's just a simple game. Like, it's just a relatively simple game of deception. (coughs) And it's... It's wonderful. And going back to what I was saying earlier, I'm only good at it. Because I act sus as fuck, no matter which side I'm on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ren, Ren's the same. So, so Ren's one of those actors that plays the same character in every movie. Ren is Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'll take that. <laughs> so... Uh, another game in a very similar vein is Chameleon, uh, which is a game that we have not played lately. Um, we don't even own a copy of it. There for a while, um, some friends of ours consistently were consistently breaking a copy. Um, but um, it's a little. There's only there's only one person who's quote unquote it, and uh, there's a bit. They have a bit more of an uphill struggle to work with because um, there's, like, 
a topic and the person who's it doesn't get to know the topic. And so without knowing the topic, you've got to convince everybody else at the table that you know what the topic is so they don't think that you're the chameleon. Uh, so Amy's not as good at that one. Oh, chameleon. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I uh, you zoned I was, out. I was I, distracted for a yeah, bit. Yeah, I noticed. I was so I just kept talking. <laughs> That's uh, good. <laughs> good, thank you. Uh, so, uh, Amy's not as good at that one. Uh, for for whatever for, and I think it's because there's she can't just be quiet and like. You like there's very little plausible deniability in Chameleon. Um, there there can be a fair amount of plausible deniability in Secret Hitler, uh, not so much in Chameleon. Um, and that's and that's where Amy's strengths lies in that that plausible deniability. Uh, okay, but for real though, <clears throat> yeah, it's. <sighs> Honestly, the world lucked out that she had no ambition to be a politician. That's yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> She's not even a bad person. No. Uh, no. For which we are all grateful. Mm-hmm. Amy, Amy was one of those... Amy was one of those people who could have been, like, a real, real big bad <laughs> had, had she... Had the inclination to do so. And to our neurodivergent listeners, uh, Amy can decide that she wants to do something, some project or something. And then not only, she doesn't just hyperfixate on it, not only does she go and learn all she can about it, but then she goes and actually does it. <laughs> Witchcraft. <Thank you>. Yeah. <laughs> so actual witchcraft. <sighs> There's a uh, um couple couple a uh, couple more that I'm going to give a quick shout out that that I have I have greatly enjoyed. If if you don't have a super big gathering, um there is a uh, a game originally it was known as Rampage. Uh, but it wasn't, um, licensed from, like, the video game Rampage. I was about to say, did they get it? That was a copyright. Um, like, there was... Like a trademark. Yeah, there, there's... Ver, there's no discernible, similar, discernible similarities beyond the fact that the name's the same, and they're both about large monsters destroying the town. Uh, but... That was enough to create like a whole thing, and so um, the game is no longer called the board game is no longer called Rampage. I think it's now Terror in Meeple City, um, but uh, the game itself is unchanged uh, beyond that. Uh, and it's it's for four uh, up to four players. Uh, each person gets their their own monster. You kind of get to you you want you get some random uh, randomly dealt powers, and so on. And it's just kind of a kooky, tongue-in-cheek, fun, lighthearted, um, knock the city down and eat the people sort of sort of affair. Um, and uh, you build buildings, <clears throat> and you put people. Yeah. Like little, they're meeples, right? They are meeples. You put little meeples in different places, and then you have a monster. And at the beginning of your turn, you take your monster off of the off of the pedestal thingo that it's on and you take and you just do you blow it or do you flick it uh you flick it so okay, okay. well okay so there okay <laughs> there's um most of the t most of the time um there's there's flicking there is dropping there is blowing dropping. that's right um and anyway your goal is to Make this little, this little token of yours impact these buildings that you've built, mm -hmm. and knock them down and, um, and fling the meeples everywhere. Mm -hmm. And if you fling the meeples, outside of where you put them, then they're dead and you have eaten them. Yep. Good job. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of fun. 
fair warning, um, some of the rules will get you just a little bit outside of your comfort zone if you're afraid of looking just a touch silly. Uh, so um, I encourage you to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, but um, it, uh, and it, if you want to uh, stay in it, it's fun to watch too. It is. Uh, and there's always the option of just being bad at the game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, How so. did I get good at Smash Bros? By being bad at it. Yeah. And also a terrorist. I mean, that's that's, that's how I got good at Yu-Gi-Oh. I was just bad for a long time. <laughs> okay, I'm just... I can't beat these guys, so I'm just gonna uh, make a hellacious nuisance of myself. Yep. Um... So yeah, uh, I think I was going to, I was going to go, there was one more I was going to go through, but it, I'm going to go, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Okay. Um, there's one that I would like to mention before okay. we wrap up. And uh, if you aren't about to mention it, I have to. Okay. Well, uh, so Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Not the one I was going uh, for, but also really fun is in the in in the vein of risk in the sense that it's very involved it's not a short game it probably is the only game you're going to play that night unless you're spending many hours there are a lot of moving parts there are a lot of moving parts there's a lot of expansions uh it's going to take up a lot of shell space um and actually unsponsored shout out the um uh, second, like, Phase 2 Kickstarter is currently up and at them. Oh, nice. A uh, whole new set of expansions and so on and so forth. Uh, so if you're into that, check it out. Um, but it comes with a shit ton of really fucking cool minis. Um, they're, the rules are honestly really cool. There's a real sense of, of progression. Um, uh, oh, I mean... Honestly, if you if you're a fan of the aesthetic and also have um, if you've ever played uh, Betrayal at House on the Hill, um, similar numbers of moving parts um, and <coughs> honestly, Horizon Zero Dawn might be shorter. <laughs> just uh, just be sure to brief uh, your guest as to what you will be playing, uh, like like like. Go into that night with a plan, is all I'm saying. Go into that night with a plan. Go into that night already familiar with the rules so that you're not spending an hour learning them with folks sitting at the table wondering what's about to happen. Yep. And, um, or trying to help you because the rules have a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Uh, so for that, like, I'm, I'm gonna say it's an honorable mention, um, it and Betrayal, uh, they're both very. Those are both really fun. They're both they're both very fun games. They both take a lot of time and a lot of rules reading. Uh, there there is a um, there is one or more light versions of Betrayal of House on the Hill. There, the one that I'm familiar with is the Scooby Doo version. I was about to say. Um, and that's really fun. It's a much quicker, much you know, way fewer moving parts uh, versus the original. Very uh, simplified, but still keeps the keeps the spirit. Absolutely. Of both things. Yeah. Uh, it's really quite wonderful. So, I will give you the final word. It is It is a card game. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not quite in the vein of Cards Against Humanity and its clones, but uh, Super Fight. Oh, uh, how can I forget Super Fight? And I don't mind saying that... Uh, I'm not unstoppable at Super Fight, but I'm pretty up there, if I do say so myself. So the premise of Super Fight is you um, you combine um, uh, three cards. You have uh, several different kinds of cards. Yep. You have character cards, and each turn you draw, well, you have a hand of three of them, I think. Yeah, so it's it's a character and then two power cards. Or like, do you just upturn the top one, or do you draw? Th no, there's you draw three you, and then you pick one. Well, you to play you, right. You have a hand. Yeah. Of of, I, I to be honest, it's been a hot minute since we played Super Fight. I don't actually remember how many. 
Um, but, but I you, think you have a small hand of characters, and then you pick which I, one you want yeah, to play. Yeah, I think, I think you draw three, pick one, and then kind of the uh, same... Then you draw three powers, pick one, and then you get a random power. Yeah. All right off the top. Draw three power... You've got... Yeah, the character cards, draw three, pick one. You've got the power cards, draw three, pick one, and then upturn yeah. the top one. And you go into the fight with that character with those powers. And your opponent does the same thing. And everything you don't use gets discarded. And uh, you, the two of you, argue <laughs> <laughs> over who would win that fight. Right. These, these cards don't have rules on them. Like, there's no rock, paper, scissors. There's no elements. Nothing of that. No, nothing like that. It's just, can you, it's just you trying to convince your opponent that your fighter beats theirs. Well, actually, it's trying to convince the table that your fighter beats the other person. The players who are not participating in this round function as your judges. Yep. And they decide who wins. Yep. I mean, I think, I think the per the rules, I think the people who feel that do get to vote, do they not? What is it? So, like... Oh. Like, the people who you know, are... maybe. Like, I think, I think you still get a vote, but you can also just concede, like... Like, if it's obvious to you that there's nothing you can... Like, if you can't come up with a good argument, you, you can just be like, well, I'm a head out. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes you'll get a matchup that no amount of bullshit will, will overcome. Yeah. Sometimes you get a matchup that if you hit the right bullshit... Yeah. And that's where the game shines. You know, like... That's where Lee and I shine. <laughs> Lee is quite good at it uh the uh and i have conceded to one another at different points in the past yep uh it's um so like i'm trying to i'm trying to remember like some actual ones that i've had um pretty sure morgan freeman's an option as as a character um so and on off the top, off the top of my head i can't think of any like actual things but you could have morgan freeman uh who's um like with the morgan freeman with the freeze gun and the death star (laughs) (laughs) uh and and not all the powers are necessarily none of them none of them make you per se worse but some of them aren't aren't compatible like I have definitely turned over my random power, and it really hindered the one that I picked. Yeah, like I've gotten Sun Goku with like Go Go Gadget roller skates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but or like like Go Go Gadget roller skates, and then like you turn over can run really fast, <laughs> and it's like. Well, that doesn't make it better. <laughs> Goku can already run really fast. Does this... Is this just an adequate descriptor? Can I burn this one and draw another one? Yeah. Does this just... Like, is this just functionally casting haste on what Goku already is? What's what's yeah. going on here? And, uh... Or only when he's running. It's like long the Longstrider spell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, fucking... <laughs> Like, like there's just, there's sometimes that like, like the powers just kind of, the powers that be (laughs) just kind (laughs) of screw you. Uh, but, uh. It's a fun game to bullshit with one another about, and it's, it is, it's just fun. Yeah. Uh, so I, I once, uh, I once swept. Uh, I don't even remember what powers I had. I think one of them involved, like, it was Goku. Something involving Pokeballs, I think. Um, like, nothing, that, really nothing that made him any better. Uh, let's be fair, it's hard to make Goku better. Uh, but... He is already, like, both 
he is already, I don't want to say a parody, mm. but almost a caricature of both Superman mm-hmm. and Sun Wukong from Journey to the West. Which, fun fact, Sun Goku is just the Japanese... Sun Goku is the Japanese reading of the Chinese characters for Sun Wukong. Yep. Uh, so, um, and which, and not to say that, you know, there's not ways Goku couldn't be made stronger, but most of them involve feats that are at least galaxy level, <laughs> uh, or, you know, like at least interplanetary, um, star system level, um, if not galaxy. Uh, so, and then up. So, um... You know, to be fair, I've not played Super Fight since the Tournament of Power arc. Yeah. There's a whole mess of untapped... Yeah. Uh, and... But anyways, most most of the powers in Super Fight aren't on, on that ridiculous of a level. Like, things that can kill planets sometimes, but like... Like, literally the Death the, Star. The Death Star, yeah. But, so there's not a lot of powers that make Goku that much better. Um, not to say that there's none, because there are, but there's not that many. Um, but, so, basically, this one time, I, I had Goku, basically nothing that made him any better. And I, I, if you, if you win three times in a row, then you have to retire your fighter, just for those times that you wind up with a god-level combo. Uh, You can't, you can't just continue fighting ad infinitum. Yep. Uh, I, I, but I, I swept all three rounds, um, including Superman, by shouting, Mafuba! <laughs> I remember that! I was there for that! Oh, I had forgotten! And, <laughs> what do you do when you can't beat a thing? Mafuba! <laughs> for those who don't know... A technique from Dragon Ball that you uh, you shoot your spirit at somebody, and if they can't handle you, don't know how to handle you, or if your spirit is just stronger than theirs, you can uh, you can just kind of pick them up and put them into a small jar, mm-hmm. and there they will stay until the seal on the jar is broken. Yep, and as long as long as you get. As long as you get uh, an enemy who's unfamiliar um, in the jar in one go, like, I mean, there's very little they can do against it. Because, uh, like, basically, unless they've seen the technique and and or the technique to reverse it, uh, there's there's nothing they can do. Um, and, and just for power level comparison... Um, uh, it, it enables somebody who is on um, for power scale. We'll we'll say maybe like at like city level, uh, like large city, but city level scale. Uh, lets them imprison somebody who's on like planetary, if not solar system scale. Yeah, like, like it's it's a huge, huge thing. Yeah. Um. Like even. I want to say it was back during Dragon Ball, like before Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball. And like Roshi Mm -hmm. is functionally just a human who's really good at martial arts and has lived a long ass time. Right. And so like he's strong by human standards, but... He like uses it to imprison somebody who is like actually inhumanly powerful mm-hmm. yeah i mean he it was in the tournament of power it was shown that he had the ability to imprison frieza with it like golden i'm a blow up more than just your planet frieza like i mean like it's it evens a lot of playing fields um yeah for sure and, uh, so yeah, so, Superman, it doesn't matter if Goku can beat Superman. Mafuba! <laughs> <laughs> Get your bitch ass in this little jar. <laughs> oh, no. I have been corrupted by the internet. 
I'm not going to talk about the jar. <laughs> From uh, you outside, you hear Mafuba. Goku walks in. Honey, who was that? Ah, uh, just the last son of Shitton. <laughs> Puts jar on mantle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We hope you have enjoyed uh, our, uh, our our rundown of our favorite game night go tos. Uh, we should throw a game night soon. We should. It's been a long time. <clears throat> I would like to break out the Horizon Zero Dawn sometime. Me too. Me too. Uh, maybe one day I'll paint them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this- you know what? No joke. If you will teach me how to paint them, I'll help you paint them. <laughs> that would require me learning to paint first. <laughs> no, I- if you will <sighs> show me how you paint them. Fair enough. <clears throat> but uh, thanks for listening, guys. This has been Geek Drusil. Peace. Take it easy. I don't know why I made the peace sign. They can't see me. You know, you'll have. <laughs>